0: Hello, welcome to PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Harditz. Today, we continue our Fantasy Final Series with a look at Travis Etienne and this more confusing Jackson Jaguars backfield by the day, seemingly. So thank you, as always, for tuning in. And as always, we will get right after it. Etienne. He should, he should be the lead guy, but we're not positive. We're not positive because Urban Meyer is walking around and calling him slash to anybody that will listen. And it's also not this James Robinson show as much as I wish I could write off Carlos Hyde. He is still a factor too. So that's what we're looking at in Jacksonville. I'm not going to try to even mention he who should not be named. The guy should not even be in the NFL right now, but unfortunately he is also a purse a potential pass near the goal line that we need to worry about. But today's main topic will be Travis Etienne because First round running backs people, they get fed. Urban Meyer isn't your typical NFL coach. We're already seeing that. Maybe, uh, you know, he has a different idea for how to use his first down, first round, alleged RB. I'm I'm just concerned, though, because historically, again, first round running backs get fed. For every Philip Lindsay and James Robinson, there's dozens of more Darwin Thompsons or Justice Hills. And again, just looking at the list of the previous first down backs, I think we should have a pretty gaudy uh, touch projection for ETN in year one. I mean, Clyde edwards disappointed, had some injuries, still the PPR, RB 22, 217 touches. Josh Jacobs, 206, touches RB 21 Barkley, 352 touches RB one Rashad Penny busted 94 touches RB 68. We had Sony Michelle get 216 touches Leonard Fournette at 304 RB 10 finish Christian McCaffrey, 197 touches RB nine finish as a first round rookie. I mean, RB nine on fewer than 200 touches. God receiving receptions are such a cheat code Ezekiel Elliott RB two on 354 touches Todd Gurley RB nine on 250 touches had Trent Richardson turn in RB eight finish on 316 touches old uh what Muscle hamster is now what they called him. Uh, Doug Martin, 368 touches, RB2 finish. We had some other busts, David Wilson, Mark Ingram, not getting completely fed. But generally, again, these first round running backs make a lot of good things happen. ETN, just in terms of what he can do as a personal prospect, should be more than capable if he gets those touches. This is from our 2021 draft guide about ETN, courtesy of the always fantastic Mike Renner. While it's attack concerning that ETN's efficiency took a massive hit, Clemson's offensive line faltered the season after losing four stars to the NFL. What ETN did as a receiver likely turned some heads. He was a downfield passing weapon in the Clemson attack after being an afterthought in that regard early in his career. His 588 receiving yards were the most of any back in the country this year. His explosiveness and tackle-breaking ability didn't go away. Rather, ETN only saw 1.8 yards before contact this season compared to 2.8 in 2019 and 3.8 in 2018 that was my concern with ETN after last season because he looked so explosive in 2019 and just even before in his career as well i mean you know I, i've talking this podcast about being an Ohio State fan. I mean, you know, Buckeyes got Clemson last year, but before that, and even in that game, man, every time ETN touched the ball, I was just holding my breath. I mean, it seemed like this dude could create a big play out of thin air, and just, again, having that analysis where, yeah, he fell off a little bit last year, but that was more due to the offensive line, having these yards before contact numbers proves that I'm willing to move forward, you know, assuming, maybe not that ETN is the second coming of CJ 2K or anything, but at a minimum, uh, you know, his status as the number what two back He he went right before Najee. right they were one after another as a consensus top two back in this class uh you know i'm I'm fine giving etn that head nod so overall explosive this drop off not nearly as big of a deal i think as we need to make it the bigger issue is what is this offense going to look like because again myers calling etn slash he showed off the ability to work as a wide receiver there's one play in particular I think it's against Georgia Tech or Boston College. I think it's Georgia Tech. Their uniforms are kind of similar. Give me a break, people. ETN that lined up out wide, runs a nice little sluggo, toast the poor safety that was on him, makes the catch about 30 yards downfield. So ETN can do it. It's just we've only seen flashes from Slash. Only on 84 total snaps in 55 college games did ETN line up in the slot or out wide. Yes, he did it more as a senior, but even then we're not talking more in the snap or two or game more week than not so it's just taking a bit of a leap of faith to assume that he's going to be this full-time wide receiver we had had uh you know don't put too much stock in this but we got trevor lawrence hanging out with dj chark lavisca chenault and marvin jones where was etn probably hanging out with the running backs uh i know Meyer wanted to get Kadarius tony before settling for etn again though asking etn to all of a sudden from day one to play a position that he just hasn't played as then as more than you know a complimentary piece over the years it's just a- asking a lot so the <laughs> cat the big thing here we need to realize is that etn has the pass down role in this offense that's what's ultimately most important in you know fantasy football and you know as we've talked about in some of these podcasts typically running backs uh you know just in terms of the total i'm not total the average fantasy points you get per target or rush historically rush attempts are you know one rush attempt is worth i'm sorry 2.7 rush attempts is worth about one target so as long as etn is getting a good chunk of rush attempts and most of the targets from this backfield i think he's going to be just fine and our pff projections have a pff projections have a similar uh just kind of mindset on things overall they have etn getting 160 160 rush attempts james robinson 109.7 carlos Hyde 59 the targets are etn 55 robinson 27.5 and Hyde 22 i kind of think if etn is finishing under 200 rush attempts we're going to see the targets more in the 70 80 range we'll see i mean median projections just know they're always on the low side of things we don't you know make a habit of trying to project outlier performances but etn we know he can catch we know he can run it's what urban Myers said you know when they originally used him out there they're like worst case we have a great running back that is a better receiver than he was before so i don't think uh, you know necessarily getting him more involved out wide is bad let's just make sure they do it and don't take him off the field uh for you know prolonged stretches because of robinson and or Hyde. so it takes him to the rank uh travis etienne is my personal rb19 at the moment I'm hiring him the most. He's the RB 27 over on fantasy football calculator, RB 22 on underdog fantasy. Again, He's getting the pass friendly role. I think he can probably meet that. I mean, remember Christian McCaffrey, ETN is not quite going to have McCaffrey's pass down role. McCaffrey was the RB nine as a rookie, not even having 200 touches. So ETN doesn't even necessarily need to dominate this backfield's, uh, you know, total snap and touch count in order to be just an RB two. That's what he needs to be at his price. He's being priced as an RB two and RB three. He has RB one upside at a minimum. I think he can certainly turn in a top 20 performance. Now, artist formerly known as James RB one son. I'm sorry, people, but I I just can't get behind him. I did a study again, using that one target equals about 2.7 rush attempts and that told me from pure projected volume in 2021 we should be considering james robinson in that rb 50 range not in the late rb 20s where he's currently going and he was my single biggest fade in my values fade article that I published over at pff.com last week robinson can do it all but people before he got hurt last year only dalvin cook and derrick henry had more touches than him and it's almost comical to me that you know people worry about like Najee harris and if can he make anything of all these touches look at that jaguars offense last year i mean we any of us expected James Robinson, even with all those touches to turn in those sort of numbers credit to him for doing so. He's a solid running back, but it's not just ETM coming that hurts. Carlos Hyde is going to be involved. People. We scored 35 touchdowns in 21 games under urban Meyer and urban Meyer did already come out after the draft. Say Robinson and Hyde are a one, two punch ETM more the pass down third down guy. So volumes King Robinson and all the volume last year, this year, it's not looking like he's going to have much of it at all. James Robinson falls into my RB4 40 range. And I just think he's usually gone by the time, uh, you know, he comes around on drafts. Hey, if he really falls, you know, late thirties or, you know, even the 40 range, that's fine. You can go for that. I don't hate uh, getting him at that value point. We're one injury to ETN away from Robinson being a great get even hide. I mean, Robinson would step up a lot at that point. Just realize though, this backfield, everything history tells us and everything about first round running backs tells us Travis ETN should be the guy and he should have one hell of a fantasy friendly role to get that done. Thank you as always for tuning the PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. New episodes every single day. I'm about to go to a pool party, people. I cannot wait. Had my, uh, you know, one of my college best friends' wedding yesterday. I am hurting a little bit, but you know, we persevere and we find ways to talk about fantasy football, regardless of uh, you know how the old head might be feeling. So, again, thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, take care, everybody.